Welcome to Transmissions, where we talk all Hasbro, Takara, and third-party Transformers. In this episode, the latest HasLab project starts off with a bang. Takara Tomy is getting in on the Transformers 40th anniversary celebration, and the leakers are giving Hasbro headaches with more premature figure reveals. Today is Wednesday, February 7th, 2024, and this is episode 576 of Transmissions. Welcome to Transmissions, a podcast that's happy to see Omega Prime doing supremely well. I'm your host, Charles, a.k.a. Big C, and I'm joined by the excellent Transmissions team, Jeremy, a.k.a. Yakko. I, I just got the Omega Supreme reference in there. Good job. Hey, how's, how are you doing? <laughs> Scott, the illustrious Dr. Pants. Hey, everybody. How's it going? When Daryl, the Cybertronian Beast. Alpha B here all day. Let's talk Transformers. That's that's significantly worse. <laughs> I don't I don't know if I even get it. Alpha no. Omega. Oh, uh, oh god. Alright, yeah, that was worse. Man, oh man. <laughs> always it's always better when it needs to be explained right oh god yeah um, <laughs> as uh, always we start off the show by thanking our donate i'm just going right in i'm just going right in <laughs> we're we start off the show by thanking our donatrions those lovely people who support us on patreon and paypal we really appreciate it uh thank you all so much for continuing to help us out and contribute to the show it keeps us going uh, if you are not a donation and like to become one, just go to transmissionspodcast.com slash support. That's where you can sign up. You get as a donation, you get access to bonus content. You get entered into our contest bonus content. Like we like big bots. Eh? 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 Uh, that's our bonus show. We've got 12 episodes right there available on our Patreon page starring Daryl and Dr. Pants. Who are right here on the show, right below me. So you can ask them where episode thirteen is. Not in the right comments. below you. I'm, I'm kind of sandwiched in between. All right, you're 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 right. One level below. <laughs> so ask, ask them about episode thirteen. Where's where's episode thirteen and fourteen? Hopefully they're coming soon. We'll see. I mean, uh, I didn't tell you to to like. Uh, bl- you know, blow the two uh, episodes that you uh, you got given right off the hop here. <laughs> like we gave you two, and then you just was like, "Here you go. Here, here's two episodes." You I, I, spread, them. I, I spread them out over a month. How 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 long were they supposed to last? <laughs> three three four months each. <laughs> listen, listen. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. Therefore, the longer they have to wait, the sweeter the reward when it shows up. Right? Is that how that works? I think so. Well, we okay. last time we waited a year, so can, can it be less than a year this time? I was lost at sea! What do you want me to do? The I don't even know to- where he is now. Like, I mean, come <laughs> on. Where is he now? He's Somehow he's gotten a hold of, a, of, a, of an internet connection and been able to dial in. But, I mean, what the heck? 
now we've I mean, lost them completely. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. There we go. I mean, listen, listen. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Daryl and I lead very busy lives. And as you can see, if you can see behind me, there's no robots here. What are we supposed to talk about? Exactly. Starscream Phyllis. <laughs> I'm listen, if that's what we bot. have it is a big bot. And if I have it drawn by somebody, it could have a big butt. <laughs> all right we like big bots we'll be back soon so but in the meantime you can watch all the if you haven't watched the other episodes you can watch them right now also we've got empire of rust our transformers live play rpg podcast uh the rustford files the special show is still going on uh we had that hiccup last week but episode 10 of the rustford files is now available at transmissionspodcast.com slash rust. Episode 10 is the short road to a small angry island. And uh, that continues the adventures of this new uh, this new team. Uh, we will have two more episodes, only two more episodes of the Rustford Files uh, before we go on to Empire of Rust Season 3. So Season 3 is very soon. We're, we're about a month away from Season 3. So, uh, Dr. Pants, I know you're looking forward to that. So you know get ready i'm very very uh, excited <laughs> episode 11 of of the rustford files will be next week so we will there will not be two weeks it will be next week the snake machine that will be episode 11 so back to back rustford files then two weeks and episode 12 concludes the rustford files two more weeks empire of rust season three episode one which i believe is like episode 110 so it's coming. Uh, the other thing that we've got is, of course, our Transformers number one exclusive cover from Skybound. This was cover art by EJ Sue. Uh, that is available on our website, transmissionspodcast.com slash comic. Uh, you can uh, pick that up from us. You can pick it up from us at TFCon LA. Daryl and I will both be there. You can get it signed by EJ Sue at TFCon LA if you so desire. He will be there, too. So, um you can also pre-order it from uh, you know from our website for pickup at TFCon LA, or you can just if you let us know, uh, we will have some extra copies there, so uh, you know they'll be available. Uh, and of course, we've got our toy hacks for February. Toy hacks fifteen uh, percent off code. The code for February is Love TFs, because you know love is in the air. It's Valentine's Day, February. And of course, the Transformers are your true Valentine. So get those, get the stickers for your special Sumbot. Love TFs. Don't tell my wife that. (laughs) (laughs) As long as she doesn't watch the show, you're fine, Dr. Vance. She can get the stickers for you. Mm, There you go. You, You can get them for yourself and put her name on the from. Oh, that would be nice. That would be nice. <laughs> what a good Valentine's Day. <laughs> You're so thoughtful, Dr. Vance. <laughs> nice romantic evening of putting stickers on robots. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of robots, uh, we got a toy show to do. So let's jump in with Asblab.
Oh God, that's good. That's good stuff. <laughs> mm. Yeah, and we are starting off a Haslab with one, maybe one final Death Source thing. Uh, the official Hasbro China Weibo, Weibo account has uploaded a new Death Source official mobile wallpaper for some reason. Um, I I just closed the full screen of the image. There we go. So it, it is just has uh, Death Source shooting his gun. And, you know, we, if you want to get the image for your mobile device, go ahead and do it now. I'm not sure why they did Death Source instead of the current one. But, you know, each their own. Uh, moving on to the current stuff. Uh, Ozformers has reported that uh, Omega Prime is now listed for pre-order at EB Games and Zing in Australia. So, uh, unfortunately, the the price is a lot more. Um. This says that like Unicron was US $575, Australian $848. Omega Prime is US $250, Australian $749. So almost three times the cost. It's ridiculous. Um, I had not seen this. It's crazy. Yeah. So um, if you, this says that like if you take into normal inflation and like the normal, you know, one to, or the dollar exchange, it should really be around 510 Australian dollars, but uh, it's going to be much more. Uh, the EB Games pre order is open until March 14th, just like the Hasbro one. But Ozformers is suggesting you hold off on pre ordering until um, like they're going to try to petition Hasbro Australia to change the price. I don't see that working. <laughs> and then also, there's a pre order deposit of $200. So, Again, screwed all around in Australia, but you know at least they are able to order it. But uh, as somebody who's been to Australia, I can tell you things are expensive there. Yeah, um, they are on the bottom of the world, and it takes a long time for shit to get there. Even though planes exist, it's uh, it you know it costs a lot to move shit there, right? Yeah. So I remember being there. I was there in 1996 for the entire year and I was buying CDs there and a CD was $25 there in 1996, right? It might, it might've been like 13 to $15 here in Canada, right? So it was a lot more expensive. So, I mean, I'm not surprised that the price is like outrageous like this, but it's, it's just, you can't look at it and say, holy shit, they're getting screwed. You got to remember all of the logistics that are put in to getting the stuff there is, has got to go into this. Right. And then, yeah, yeah, you have to factor in the exchange rate too, because you can't go one for one. So that $510 value is a lot more, you know, along the lines of what it should be. But, uh, but yeah, it's still, they're, they're going to get, they're going to get, uh, have to pay a lot more. Yeah, still, but even with like Unicron was a couple years ago and it looks like the difference between like Unicron's price and what it sold for Australia is smaller than the difference for between Omega Prime and uh you know now and Omega Prime was half the less than half the price of Unicron and it's yeah. selling for like $100 less in in Australia, it seems yeah. it seems egregious. Just, even with the exchange rate, even with 
accounting for shipping costs and everything. That's egregious. It's, I mean, it seems the, pretty this egregious. Both Victory Saber and Death Source were just over two times the U.S. cost. This one's close to three, which is yeah. that's ridiculous. But yeah, I mean, but again, is that are those prices taking into account the exchange rate? Yes. Uh, yeah, because um, well, I mean, I don't know. Let me just see right now. Yeah, that, I mean, right? all it's it's right there on the screen. All those price, uh, the, the U.S. prices versus the Australian prices. You can see. Yeah, I can I can see it. It's uh-huh. just I'm looking at it saying that the you know down at the bottom it says Omega Prime should be around five ten, but they're going to charge them seven uh, seven fifty for it. Right. So so the with the exchange rate, if you take the price and just use straight straight exchange rate, Omega Prime would be three hundred and eighty five Australian. Yeah, but. That that doesn't take into account, I guess, everything else, but that's still double. It's a lot. Like, straight yeah. price. Like, it is a lot. And I, I, I have a hard time believing that with everything else to get it down to Australia, it should cost double what it actually does cost. But, I mean, yeah. Daryl, I understand. I had, I had family friends from Australia. And when the GameCube came out back in 2001, they came to the United States to buy a GameCube. And had us buy the games and ship them to them because they came out here so much earlier and they were so much cheaper. It was cheaper mm-hmm. to buy them and ship them to them than for them to wait. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, um, that, you know, we'll have more updates, I'm sure, when Osformers um, updates. But next up, uh, we also have uh, Mexico is also getting it. And um, I'm guessing this is in pesos, the uh, six thousand one hundred ninety nine. How much it costs? Uh, I did the conversion, um, and that comes out to around three hundred sixty uh, three hundred sixty one dollars U.S. That's not nearly as bad as I mean. They're still getting you know, you know, Canada, Mexico. You can put it on trucks from the U.S. and drive it down. So. <laughs> It still shouldn't be as much as it is, but it is, um, you know, available there. Uh, this is a website called, um, oh, I'm not even going to try to pronounce it. J-U-G-U-E-T-I-B-I-C-I collectors. Uh, but it looks like they, they are the official Hasbro uh, way of getting it in Mexico. And they also are doing the uh, same March 14th at uh, 1149 Eastern. So, I mean, more markets are opening up and, um, next up we have, uh, voice of Optimus Prime in Robots in Disguise. Neil Kaplan has done a video on, um, I'm not sure what the original source, but we found it on Twitter, uh, basically reading the text on the promo video as Optimus Prime play a little bit of this, but, um, we're not going to play the whole Two minute and twenty second video. Combine three into one. You guys hearing that? Mm-hmm. Optimus Prime, leader of the Autobots. Command Center. Super mode. 
So if you want to watch the rest, uh, we'll have the link in our show notes. But uh, nice to see him getting on board with it. He, he says that later on in the video that he is a backer as well. <laughs> he shouldn't have to be a backer. No, they should just give it to him. <laughs> yeah, they should just send him one. Uh, I thought that his portrayal of Optimus Prime in the series, uh, it was one of the, uh, I think it was the first non-Peter Cullen Optimus Primes we got. And you know, I thought it was a really good take on the character. So uh, we have that. And then uh, finally, we just have an update. And let me refresh this page real quick. There. So the current numbers are 6,490 backers as we record this on Sunday night. Uh, 39 days and 57 minutes to go. And I can't remember any of the other Haslabs getting, you know, over halfway at, you know, this fast after a week. So, um, I, I'm just excited about this. Uh, Dr. Pants, you weren't with us last week. Uh, to talk about it. And, uh, you mentioned before we recorded that you wanted to uh, put in your two cents. So what are your thoughts on this Haslab? Yes. A thousand times. Yes. <laughs> I am so pumped for this. Um, Actually, I think it hit over halfway within like three days. I yeah. think I remember checking it on it was, Thursday. It was one day. It was one day. Was it one day and it hit over half? It was one. Yeah. Okay. Like, man, oh, man. But um, I just love the fact that we're getting this figure and it's so faithful to the original while making it sturdier, more poseable. Um, just just everything. It's got the it's got the vacuum metal. The only thing it's missing are the the lights and sounds, which hurt me a little bit because I love that crap. Oh, and the the spring loaded missiles. Yeah, I miss the spring loaded missiles. But the fact that it can do every other like combination, and everything, and they turn blue bolts into an actual character, like this is so cool. This is so great. Um, I've seen so many people say, "Oh, you could have released this at mass retail and it would have been fine." And I'm like, I don't. I don't know if you could have done that with two commander class figures like this. Yeah. You, you wouldn't be bundling two commander class figures at retail. No. And also you would get people to buy the Optimus prime, but no one's going to buy a commander class, uh, like a commander class ultra Magnus, unless it was just for the prime. Yeah. I can't imagine. Cause that ultra Magnus figure is it's, it's an accessory pack for prime. That's all it's good for. So, but I, I am so excited for this. I was at work. When this got announced, teaching a lesson, and the minute I got the kids to start doing their schoolwork, I got on Hasbro Pulse and immediately backed it. It was like, <laughs> this has to happen right now. I know I know. Jeremy is the number one RID 2001 fan. I hope, I hope that I am a close second. I love that show. <laughs> I love those toys so much. So I cannot wait for this. It looks so cool. And, yeah. uh, I hope we at least get the the like uh, the Matrix Blade stretch goal. I'm sure we will. That's the only stretch goal I care about. This is the first time I'm going to look at the stretch goals and be like, that second one sucks. The 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 road platforms and everything. Like, my God, it's just yeah dumb. Yeah, I I am hoping between now and the time it comes out, they like work in some paint details or something. Yeah, it's like. The the throne for Death Saurus didn't need paint because it was just so there was so much sculpting detail and it looked really mm -hmm. good. But this one, like, it's so plain and boring. Yeah, like well, the, and 
the stands for both the source and victory saber were pretty unique, pretty detailed. Yeah. These just look really boring. Of course they didn't do a third stretch goal yet. I think for death source, it was a surprise when it ended up being the, um, the micromasters. Yeah. And maybe we'll hit a third one on this one. It'll be a surprise. I mean, it, if it hits 10, 10,000 really quick and then starts, you know, getting to the stretch goals, I could see them adding a third. Yeah. But not, nonetheless, I'm just going to gush about this. I absolutely love it. I love the way it looks. I love the original toy. I have the original toy. It was actually, it was like a grail of mine for a long time because I didn't get Ultra Magnus as a kid. So I was struggling for years to find a good one that still had the tires and everything. And I did that a year or two ago. And I love that figure so much. So I am, nice. I am so pumped to have another one that's even better. Awesome. I will re- remind people, if you do have those original toys, check the batteries. Uh, I forgot about my Ultra Magnus until last week and opened it up. And it wasn't too bad, but there was corrosion in there. Oh. Any of your old toys with electronics, make sure you go in and check the batteries. Storing them, store them without the batteries. Yep. So. And if they corrode, a Q-tip with vinegar will go a long way. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that is all we got for HasLab this week, Charles. HasBlab. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's jump into some quick hits. Okay. First up, uh, we've got some plushies. Uh, these are mochi bots. Uh, I think we, we've talked about these before. We had wave one, which was mostly Autobots. Now we've got wave two, which is some Decepticons. Very, very cute Megatron. Little, little cute little fusion cannon. Look at that cute little fusion <laughs> cannon he's got there. Oh, so adorable. Um, so we've got Megatron and the Shattered Glass Megatron. So he's a he's a, he's a, a nice cuddly Megatron. He's even got wings on his back. <laughs> and uh, of course, the Seekers, Starscream, Thundercracker, and Skywarp. All of course, it's easy. It's easy to make all three of those since it's just the you know color swap out for each of them. So they've got they've each got little cute little null rays on each on their arms. There, you know, they can pew pew. <laughs> these are all these are all very cute. <laughs> so, um, you know, if you if you if you are still a fan of stuffed animals and you want some plushies, you can get these. I mean, I'm I like the the ones that the uh, like is it Mazelby who does the the fan made ones that, that yeah, you can pick up so. at TF Cons. The ones she does are are great. Uh, but yeah. if you want, like, if you need officially licensed uh, plushies, these uh, mochi bots here are available i think i don't know if these are available outside of japan but uh i guess you can probably import them but yeah they do look cool yeah but i i really i also agree mazel beasts are great i have a full set of her dinobots they're awesome mm-hmm. nice yeah all right and next up we are going to talk about some new age stuff this is their newest figure, and it is the uh, H60 uh, Feely, Feely, F-I-L-I, uh, and their H60D Dalton. And these are their interpretations of Wind Charger and Tailgate, both legend scale. Um, as G1 figures went, these two shared a mold, and as... Uh, 
um, as uh, new age figures go, these will also share a mold. Uh, you can take a look at here at some of the uh, pictures we've got in the gallery. Uh, they are really great looking figures. Um, lots of articulation as per usual with new age. The uh, alt modes uh, are identical uh, as you would expect. And uh, a little bit of uh, a difference uh, for the robot modes as they are different characters. But obviously these look really, really good as you should expect with the quality that uh, has become the norm with new age. So really great looking figures, really small little mini bots shouldn't be very expensive, but uh, who knows now who knows. All right. And then next up, we have a look at the three zero MDLX star screen. We have some in hand images. This is a non transforming figure of star screen again, done by three zero. This is their like, five to seven inch highly articulated figures and starscream here is looking pretty nice this is really highly detailed a lot of great paint work the design reminds me a lot of the uh furai model kit kind of version with the proportions and whatnot and the really big feet but this looks really cool it makes starscream look great the details are fantastic i love the metallic paint everywhere here uh of course you come with swappable hands so you can get different poses with those and whatnot um, I believe, uh, was there a different face? I don't think so. No, but the articulation for these is usually really, really high. And this is looking really good. They've got a bunch of different poses here. These just look really, really cool. Uh, this one's going to retail for about $120. And if you're a Starscream fan or a fan of these figures, something to look forward to. I know uh, Char, another guest host, was really looking forward to this. And more likely than not, DJ Ronan is really looking forward to this. <laughs> He's in the chat. I'm sure he'll say something. But uh, there's also uh, images of him holding these these like knife blades. And I'm trying to figure out where they came from. And uh, I'm assuming they came out of the wings somewhere, but I'm not sure where. And it also looks like the wings are removable, like the backpack is removable. Yeah, I'm not sure where they came from on the figure, but it's pretty cool. And like I said, the backpack looks removable, too. And, oh, yeah, there's some nice weathering and stuff on this. It's a really cool-looking figure. I'm digging it. I'm digging it. Uh, I actually want to pick up the Rodimus at some point because these figures look fantastic. There it is next to the Megatron. Wow. Good-looking set of figures. Good-looking set. I'm, I'm looking forward to see what uh, 3.0 does with their MDLX line, see what else they put out, because this has been some primo stuff. All right. Next we have, um, Karatomi is getting in on the 40th anniversary stuff and they have announced, uh, this is all in Japanese, but, uh, some of the stuff that they're planning on doing is they're releasing the Japanese dub of G1 and Beast Wars 2 episodes on their YouTube channel. Uh, two G1 episodes are going to be uploaded every week starting on February 2nd. One Beast Wars 2 episode will be updated every Tuesday starting on February 13th and there will be online for limited time. And then upcoming missing link collaborations, masterpiece and master MPG products are going to be announced in April. So uh, check that out. If you're interested, interested in the Takara side of things, I will say that this 40th anniversary logo that they have come up with is absolutely horrible. 
<laughs> I, I, I first saw this and I thought it was a fan creation. And they just took the Autobot and Decepticon logos and took them apart and made them into what resembles a 40 and did a horrible job. So uh, try again. Takara Hasbro's is so clean. So nice. And this is just not, I, I mean, I'm impressed with what they did with it, but it just, (laughs) yeah, I think, I think it's that uh, point at the top of the four. If it was on the other side, it might resemble Ford more, but yeah, it's yeah. horrible. All right. Well, we are going to take a look at the Takara Tommy, uh, uh, Kara Curry statue. Uh, this is their KS dash zero one Optimus prime. And, uh, this thing here is, uh, um, no, I mean, it's a new statue. So this is, uh, uh, part of they they revealed it as part of the uh, 40th anniversary project, and uh, it's expected to release in spring of 2025. Um, so uh, I mean, you got a little bit of time on this. Um, so they, it's gonna uh, miss the 40th anniversary. <laughs> yeah, well, you can hold your pre-order for the 40th anniversary, and you can say, "Hey, I've got this." Um, it's an interesting statue, as it uh, is it as it transforms. So um, they're calling it a statue, but it also transforms. So um, I was just get you to buy a statue. (laughs) No, (laughs) we can't use that line that, uh, you know, statues don't transform. So I don't like statues. Now we got a transforming statue. So, well, it, it looks like it transforms on its own. So, yeah, where, where's motorized? the fun? <laughs> the fun is that I don't have time to sit here and transform things all the time, so make it do it itself. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's, I mean, it looks good. This is G1 Optimus Prime, and uh, we, uh, I'm trying to see if we've got any kind of pricing information on it, and I don't think we do, but uh, pre orders are going to start. Oh, yes, yeah, so pre orders are going to start in the summer of this year in japan and uh and yeah so and and there is no price uh, yet set so it looks pretty good i mean it it's a it's a very good representation of g1 optimus um the uh the the back of the truck in truck mode is a little thick uh those legs are are real real thick but uh but you know it it's it's gonna transform on its own man it's and it's not robeson so um yeah, and it's probably going to stand on its own too when it's not. Uh, well, turned I on. think it's physically connected to the stand. If you look at this back yeah. image, oh yeah, there and, you go. And, and the gun is physically connected too because it just like shows up on the side of the truck, right? Oh my god, that's a fun little cheeky thing you can put on your desk at work. Depends on how much it is. Like. If it's twenty bucks, yeah, I'll put it on my desk at work. If it's over fifty, no. <laughs> I, I I can put a real transformer on my desk at work and actually play with it when I'm taking a break. <laughs> I have an Optimus Prime on my desk that I incorporated into a chemistry lesson last week because I can transform it. Nice. <laughs> 
It's a bendy prime. That's even better. All right, we have a first look at Transformers Legacy United Deluxe Class Shard. So uh, this is another one of those uh, rock-style figures. We're getting the... uh, What are we calling them now? Are they just modulators? Do they have a name? They're not Junkions. They're not Fossilized. Yeah, they're rock lords. Okay, yeah. Let's just let's call a spade a spade. Are they? Are they, are they still? They're not. Are they still calling them weaponizers, or is that not what they call them? Anyway? I don't know. Um, but anyway, <laughs> we got another one of those rock thingies, and this is going to be deluxe class. Uh, this is a green slash yellow robot who turns into a helicopter made of rocks. Don't know how it flies, but it looks pretty cool. I like the design here a lot. Um cockpit chest blades on the back and it looks like you can separate the blades put make them weapons uh you can put them in the cannons that are on the forearms which also looks really really cool um yeah this figure is looking awesome i'm i dig these original characters we're getting especially as with these uh weaponizers as long as they transform without the parts forming separating like the original weaponizers did uh i really like the junkions because of that and this looks like it does the same thing so this looks really, really cool. We don't have any images of it being weaponized, really. Uh, just an image of it holding the other two uh, Rock Lord figures, which are Boulder Crash and Magnus. So, but still looks really, really cool. I'm looking forward to this figure. I'm looking forward to see what else they do with these. I'd like to see a Voyager one. I want to see a big. Can I pose a question about this? I'm just I'm looking at it here, and I've had a, a something rattling around in my skull uh for you know since we've seen images of this um if it is a helicopter uh and it uh uses its blades as projectiles um <laughs> what charles sees where i'm going with this what uh, what happens once it fires one of them can They're it like, never become a helicopter again they're like boomerang. No ground vehicle. They're 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 like boomerangs. They come back, or or they're like Prime's trailer. They just disappear and they reappear where they need them. Mm. But I this see. is the Infernac universe. The Infernac universe. Ooh, that's actually really really cool. I like that. I like that a lot. It's a mystery. I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Our last item for quick hits is uh, looks like there's going to be an upcoming figure in legacy United for Chromia. So uh, this looks to be a a remold slash retool of the animated prowl figure that turns into a motorcycle. So now this is uh, has a new head though looking very much like chromia and of course turns into a motorcycle just like proud did so uh and we don't have a lot of pictures of it because this this is uh this is a leak so you know someone got it out of the factory somehow fell off a truck whatever but uh yeah hasbro has not has not officially confirmed this yet but it's pretty clear that this this looks like it's a it's a real figure doesn't doesn't look super photoshopped or anything it's it's just uh, it's very misleading that they're posing it in a paint booth. 
Like <laughs> when I first saw the picture, I was like, oh, cool. Someone customized a Chromia out of the animated Prowl. I did not immediately think it was a new figure until I started reading it. And I'm still looking at like, is this a leak or is it a really good paint job? I guess it's possible. Uh, we'll we'll have to wait and see. But uh, I mean, I would I would not say no to a new Chromia figure. I think uh, she's had a lot of cool figures in the last few years. Uh, I I think this is this is a much better design uh, for her than the uh, the War for Cybertron figures that uh, were you know that kind of that that one that one mold that was used for like 20 different female mm. characters yeah. <laughs> in war for Cybertron. To be fair, she did have a, was it a thrilling thirties figure? And it was, yeah, I, uh, I have that one. Yeah. Is, is it based off of the prime RC? Cause I feel like it's based uh, a little bit off. I think that. it was. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm glad this isn't based off the legacy prime RC figure because we've gotten too many of that. Mm. right well that's uh all our toy talk and we will move on to trips to the store the transmissions podcast will return after these messages and trips to the store is brought to you by our friends at t public so uh you want to get any of our transmissions shirt merchandise like the one i have so uh this is T Public, but not ours. This is also oh, okay. T Public, but not <laughs> transmissions. But I bought it using the link at transmissions.com slash shop. Transmissionspodcast.com slash T Public. Oh. <laughs> you probably, it shop the link's probably right worked. there. I'm sorry. Yeah, shop probably worked when you <laughs> bought it, but it's been yeah. changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, transmissionspodcast.com slash T Public. Uh, you can get all our merchandise, of course, as uh, Jeremy and Dr. Pant said, you can get any T Public merchandise through our link, and that will help out the show. So please go ahead and do that. All right, uh, let's start off. Uh, Daryl, you got anything for us this week? No, I don't. Oh, no. pretty busy week i was just gonna grab something off the wall here but i you know what i'm not gonna waste everyone's time with all this bullshit so let's just wow. uh let's just move the train along here it's all this all you know we've seen it all before so whatever yeah let's just move it along all right well then let's go to jeremy what do you got jeremy all right i opened up something that i showed off probably a few months ago now and uh, I realized I had nothing to show, so I've been wanting to play with this guys, and I figured with the HasLab, let's get into the RID universe, and I opened my nice. um, toe-line. Toe-line, yeah. It name just popped out of my head right as I was holding them. Uh, I think this is a great figure. This is based off what the we- the, junk- the Junkions mm-hmm. with the Weaponizer gimmick, but I feel like they've done a really good job with the colors and the new um like the way everything looks it it, it makes a really good toe line uh, i'm pretty happy with this it'll be standing next to my haslab omega prime and uh, hopefully they give us more rid universe figures to go along with both of those because 
it's a very underused uh, area of Transformers. We need more RID 2001 figures. There's got to be at least a sideburn because that's yeah, what, yeah, that's what Shadow Striker is based on. That's all I got this week. All right, uh, I'll go next. Um, I got to a Target. I was at a Target that is not my local Target, so you know I always check uh, when I'm at a new store to see if they have any Transformers. And uh, they did. So uh, I picked up a uh, a little guy, a Tasmania kid. Ooh, there he is. Nice. So uh, and he has a he has a moving his his jaw opens. He has a faux jaw. <laughs> so that's that's interesting yeah. but uh, it's a, it's a cool little figure and uh, I, I like the transformation it's 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 a core class figure but it's a 20 step transformation so you know it's it's uh it's pretty uh, significant pretty uh, involved here working like, towards that number one beast wars fan <laughs> i think i'm pretty i'm pretty far from that <laughs> no i get it next I get it next. <laughs> I will topple the king. Someday. Sure. Come, at the, come at the king, you best not miss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, try. I, I know, I know. You've gotten close, but I'm still I'm still Yeah, I know, I know. Way, way ahead of you, buddy. I know, I know. <laughs> I do, I do have something coming in. That uh, I don't think will give me the title, but at least it'll be really fun to show off. And uh, I guarantee it's not in your collection. Okay. But we're a few weeks away from that. Oops. Oh, no. No, it's it's just it's just his gun. Oh, I thought thought his hand fell off. No, no. Just just his tail that turns into a little his little arm cannon. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Here he is. Tasmanian kid. I have the original version of that figure. I love it. It's so cool. And snarl. Yeah, snarl. The the US S- release. Yeah. I'm probably gonna get this to go with the legacy um Lyle Convoy then too, because why not? Right. Why so not? Here's the, the, the here's Beast Mode head forms his feet. Yeah. Yet he has yeah. part of his jaw on his chest. So yes. the, ori- <laughs> the, the original, the original figure, the bottom part of the jaw flipped down to be the chest while the top part of the head became okay. the legs. And then there was like a heel spur in the top part of the head that became like okay. the back part. So, yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Cool. Yeah. So, yeah. Didn't expect to see a faux jaw, but there it is. <laughs> well, we know you don't like uh, faux chest, so I'm guessing you're not a big fan <laughs> of that yourself, are you? I mean, it's, it's it's still fine. It's a cute little yeah. figure. I, I'm I'm not I'm not mad at it. I mean, I did buy it, so you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. I could but, I could I could see the faux chest in the packaging. I knew what I was getting when I bought it, so you know it's fine. I, yeah, I think we can give core class figures a bit of a pass on these. Yeah, it's better than your Dinobots. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, well, that leaves us with Doctor Pants. The de facto winner this week. <laughs> I mean, yay. Um, the funny thing is, is for the first time ever, I don't have any big bots to show off. Oh. Yeah, um, it's actually a lot of little ones. So I'm going to start with the core class figure. Uh, I picked up just the other day. I finally picked up a core class hot rod. Because oh. 
I've been thinking about it. I have the MMC Star Convoy. And the original Star Convoy came with a MicroMaster hot rod. And it's like, I kind of want one to go with him. So this guy's perfect for it. You know, he's, he's about the right size. And honestly, it's a fun transformation. He is a fun little figure to play with. Uh, also a faux chest, but again, I'm going to give it a pass because the transformation's fun and he looks pretty good. So, uh, I had another core class figure show up in the mail. This was a surprise. I uh, did not know this was showing up. And when my wife asked me, it's like, what finally showed up from FedEx? I was like, nothing big because it's Bumblebee movie rumble. <laughs> and he's so tiny. Wow. He is so tiny. But, um, I mean, he just turns into a block to fit in Bumblebee movie Soundwave's chest, but uh, he is really cool, really solid, uh, more solid than any core class figure I felt, and that might be because the small size they were able to pack in more. Um, his arms are literally just the pile drivers. He has no hands, so he can't hold the guns on his back, but they fit on his back. They integrate into the little box mode, but he's cute and fun. Um, I hope they do a frenzy. Um, and by the way, I know this is the blue one, but the package says Rumble, so there's no arguing, no fighting now, no fighting. From the Bumblebee universe. From the Bumblebee <laughs> universe. And this is another, or uh, this is one of those, um, like, oh, uh, crap, concept art figures, because he was never in the movie. So mm-hmm. I'd like to see more of those, because all we got in the movie was Ravage. I'd like to see a laser beak for that. But speaking of Soundwave... I have a tiny sound wave. Well, he's not tiny, tiny, but I have hot soldiers sound wave. I bought this off somebody online for 10 bucks. Uh, I love me. I love me a sound wave and he is so cool looking for such a little figure, really simple transformation. And the best part is the chest opens, not spring loaded, but the chest opens and inside. Not only do we get a cassette, but for this size, come on. Work with me. Work. <laughs> it transforms, but the head doesn't want to come out. There we go. It comes with the teeniest, tiniest little laser beak. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to inhale this thing. <laughs> so it's small. World, world's smallest Transformers rabbit has to be. <laughs> oh, oh, I didn't even know there was a world's smallest Transformers the, the rabbit. World's smallest Transformers sound wave has a ravage that's like smaller than like a fingernail. Does, and it still transforms? And it still transforms. Oh my god! Wow, but no, it's it's a really cool figure. The gun still store like batteries and everything in the back, and uh, I was happy to grab this because, like I said, I'm a sucker for a sound wave. Which there's going to be a theme going on because I still have two more things, and uh, unfortunately I can't put this on. But I did get the sound wave helmet. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, a big bot. Yeah, it, 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 technically it is a big bot because it's big enough to fit on my head. Um, it does fit. It's a little painful. Hurts my ears. But uh, I have a big head and have trouble finding hats anyway, so whatever. But uh, this was on sale on GameStop, and I couldn't say no because I'm such a Soundwave fanboy. So uh, I had to go with this. I have put it on. I've walked around the house making noises and whatnot. And <laughs> it's, it's it's a good time. It's a good time. Did you did you put the little padding in to, to help uh, to make so it, it less, less painful? Well, actually, that's the problem is the sides push my ears down. And that's what hurts. And putting the padding in makes the helmet smaller on my head. So it actually makes it worse. Um, but again, I just have a big head. So I didn't buy this to wear. I bought it to put with the Transformers collection. So, you know. And I have one last Soundwave thing to show off. And this one's um, this one's a little weird. 
So uh, I love to get commissioned artwork. Um, I have a lot of artists I've commissioned over time, and I have a bunch of commissioned sketch covers for Transformers. And with us getting a new Transformers comic, I immediately jumped at the opportunity to get number one as a sketch cover. So um, I got it, and I sent it off to a person. Uh, their name is uh, Katsukan. Uh, they are what I call my waifu dealer because they send. I get a lot of uh, anime pictures done, and I had her turn Soundwave into one of those Bishojo characters for the cover. <laughs> so it is. Uh, it is anime girl Soundwave as a DJ. Uh, she's got a little Ravage keychain there. The glasses, the mask, everything. And honestly, I could not be more thrilled with this. Uh, she did a fantastic job. She's done a lot of artwork for me. She is also a Transformers fan and collects those Bishoujo statues. So I knew she could handle it and turn it into something there. So, yeah. So very, very happy to put that with the rest of my Transformers sketch covers. So, but uh, that's all I pulled down to show off this week. There will be more later. You know, comment here that you need to cosplay <laughs> come with head, house coat and PJs with a mug that says Rolls Best Dad from DJ Ronan. Ooh. Mm, that's you, tempting. Might need to take a, a Dremel or something to the sides of that helmet. Mm. <laughs> Make a little more room. Maybe. I'm I might have to. I think I can actually like I think I can remove the inside a little bit and, and mess with it. So maybe, maybe. But uh TFCon Toronto is only six months away. You got, time, you got time. Get ready. It's true. It's true. So, and uh, maybe I'll get maybe I get a little stuffed rumble or frenzy and put it in the house coat pocket sticking out of there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's a great idea. Thank you, DJ Ronan. And here's and if I win the costume contest, I will make sure to mention you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's uh, all for trips to the store. Let's. Finish up the show with some feedback. We now return to the Transmissions Podcast. All right, feedback. Let's see. We have a couple of comments on YouTube, uh, all talking about the HasLab announcement, of course, because that was that was the big thing uh, this week. So uh, let me pull that up. All right. So, uh, first comment comes from Stuart, who has, uh, he's a regular commenter on YouTube. He, I think he's, he's watching us all on YouTube, that, which, uh, Stuart, keep it up. Thanks for watching. Uh, Stuart says it's just beautiful. It's unfortunate that the stretch goals kind of suck. We agree with that. I just backed it. So I am happy with it overall. So, yeah. Stuart is, uh, is looking forward to his Omega Prime. Although J.F. Snow, uh, another one of our longtime listeners, uh, not a fan. Um, Never having watched the series, the Omega Prime comes from I am going to skip it. The additional gold tiers are meh at best, and stands should be 100% included every time with all HasLab Transformers as part of the base cost. And uh, I cannot disagree with that. So, yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I will, but... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I like I like in all honesty I understand that the like I I complained about the stand for Omega Prime when we talked about it but it's because it just looks so boring. It's not because it is a stand it's because it's so boring compared to the Victory Saber one and the Death Saris one. But 
when even a lot of masterpiece transformers that should come with a stand don't, I don't understand why it's expected that Haslabs one Haslab one should and it not be a stretch goal. Like, how many transformers do come with stands? Next to none. Yeah. There's some masterpiece ones that come with it, and that's it, and it inflates the cost. As far as the other stretch goals being meh, I'm just gonna say like. What was it? The shield for victory saber was a stretch goal because it was a one episode item. And that's why it was a stretch goal, because it's not a part of the character from the anime. It is a one episode item. The living metal destroying cannon was a stretch goal for Death Saurus, because once again, I actually don't think that's an accessory for the even the original Death Saurus. It's it's from like one episode of the anime, and that's it. The Matrix Blade is really cool. Um, Jeremy, I don't know if you can back me up because I don't know if you remember it. Is it in the show? I don't. I haven't actually seen the show. You haven't seen RID two thousand one? Oh no, sorry. Uh, I thought yeah, you were, a, no, uh, no, no, no. Sorry, the, I was thinking uh, Victory Saber. Yeah. Um, I think towards the end. Yeah, I, I, I haven't seen those episodes as much as I've seen the beginning. Yeah, I'm thinking once again, it's another one episode yeah. item. So this is like, honestly, I think it's cool that they do these throwbacks because they're not main. Yeah. See, DJ Rowan even says one episode near the end and that's that's perfect for a stretch goal thing because it's not a main accessory for the figure it's an allusion to something from the series if you watched it so it doesn't need to be thrown in there like to help inflate the cost or anything it's just something cool and the omega prime never came with the matrix blade in the u.s i don't think it ever came with it in japan and you only got the matrix blade for it if you bought the fortress maximus that got released for rid 2001 so the stand sucks. I can understand it being a stretch goal because we never get stands for Transformers anyway, and I don't think the stretch goals are that bad. But that's I'm I'm gonna be an apologist. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hasbro shill. Hashtag Hasbro shill. Oh, oh, I am. They've got me hard. <laughs> They're not letting go of the chain. <laughs> but if you watch the uh what was it? The 2023 in review, the B team episode of transmissions. I think I'm the one who descends the most on Hasbro's crap. <laughs> so, uh, they don't have me that yeah. much. So. <laughs> you can quit anytime you want. I can, I can, <laughs> I don't, I, I don't need it. I don't need it. I'm good. I, I will say that the Haslabs up as we finish the episode, it's up to 6,493. <laughs> <laughs> It's somebody watching live right now who's like, ooh, this is a thing? <laughs> <laughs> if only. If only. All right. Well, uh, that's all our feedback for this week. And that takes us to the end of this episode of Transmissions. As always, at the end of every episode, we give a shout out to our Masterpiece Donatrons. These are the folks who continue to support the podcast at our highest level on Patreon. So thank you once again to John Forex Eleven Good and Demon Tech Eighty Two. We really appreciate your support. That's why we give you a mention in every episode. And uh, thank you to Doctor Pants for coming on this week and hanging out with us. Uh, we'll be back for Alt Mode on Friday, uh, and we'll uh, be talking more Transformers and more, uh, you know, media good stuff. So, uh, Dr. Pants, anything uh, you'd like to plug, promote while we're here? Uh, I'm I'm sure Nerdstradamus is up there. Anything else? No, it's just Nerdstradamus stuff as usual. Check us out. Um, unfortunately, the YouTube channel has not been updated in a while. Uh, we've been very busy with life 
and whatnot, but there have been posts to Instagram and TikTok. Uh, we we did just go to MAGFest a couple weeks ago, the Music and Games Festival down near Baltimore. Got a lot of cool pictures, got a lot of cool gaming stuff done there. So uh, you can see some pictures and whatnot from that. But, uh, you know, check us out. If you haven't watched this before, check out some old videos. They're fun. We tried. We tried really hard. <laughs> All right. Okay, and that's it for this week's episode. Thanks, everyone, for watching and listening. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. See ya. Later. Thank you for listening to this episode of Transmissions. If you'd like to join the conversation, travel to our Discord channel at transmissionspodcast.com slash Discord. Want some cool transmission swag? Feast your eyes on our transmissions gear at transmissionspodcast.com slash shop. If you'd like to support our podcast, go to transmissionspodcast.com slash support or tell your friends about our show. We'll see you next time. Transmissions.